just massive growth in a very short period of time. But it's also been something that I think, you know, just with my network and, and just developing relationships over the years, it might look like this happened overnight, but I've got 15, 20 years of relationships of being in the business world, cultivating those relationships. So when great opportunities came along, I had the ability to bring other people into these types of deals. Hi, my name is Rod Cleef. I'm host of the Lifetime Cashflow Podcast. And I wanna take a second and talk about my friend Adam Adams and his events. Now I've been blessed to speak at his events and I know he's known as one of the top meetup organizers on the planet. But let me just say this about Adam. If he's, if he's having an event, go to it. Adam focuses on adding absolutely as much value as possible. He comes with my highest endorsement. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast. Your source for out of the box real estate investing strategies Brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam, AAA Adams. And today I'm joined with Ryan McKenna, who is going to help us understand how to raise more capital. This man has raised almost $30 million in the last 18 months, which is incredible. His company is McKenna Capital. It's a private equity firm that provides opportunities for investors to become passive equity partners in institutional quality, recession resilient, real estate focused on value add, multifamily, self-storage, as well as manufactured homes. Welcome to the show, Ryan. How are you today? I'm doing great, Adam. Thanks for uh, having me on. Uh, my absolute pleasure. And I'm blown away by your success. 6,500 units, $600,000. And 600 million. <laughs> 600 million dollars. That's a lot more than 600,000. <laughs> you personally have raised almost 30 million. So tell us, kind of take us back first off. My first question is to the very first real estate deal you'd ever done. What was going through your mind? Okay. So that would be back in 2006. I bought a single family rental out in Arizona. And this was kind of my first foray into real estate investing, uh, kind of dipping my toe in the water, like most, starting with single family. And, uh, you know, quickly realized some of the things I liked about real estate investing, but, you know, from uh, the standpoint of dealing with tenants and getting those calls kind of late at night and everything that goes along with, you know, being actively involved in real estate kind of turned me off. And uh, I did a few more of those single family rentals and then got into the, the larger multifamily syndications as I wanted to scale my business. Up until not too long ago, you were in the corporate world. Is that correct? I was uh, up until about four months ago. I was working full time and investing passively on the side and then starting my business as well um, a couple of years ago, you know, while working a uh, full time job. When did you know that you wanted to make the transition? So I had always at, at an early age just known that I wanted to be a real estate investor and be able to live off the passive income streams. It was always something that I knew about and it was just a matter of time where I can invest enough to be able to be in that position. And I started to get you know close to that position uh, about a year ago. And as I was kind of building out my business, I wanted to accelerate that position. So I still had a good portion of my W and you know, W2 income that I was you know putting into these real estate syndications. Uh, but it got to the point where I couldn't keep up uh, working full time and you know, growing this business. It was just too much on my plate. I knew it wasn't sustainable, um, but at the end of the day, I knew what my passion was. And so it was uh, you know, an easy decision to kind of make the leap into um, you know, real estate syndication full time. 
So um, that's kind of how it, you know, it led me to it. I built it on the side and then it just got to the point where I, I couldn't, you know, couldn't do both. And um, it was, it was a great decision for, you know, myself, my family and my kids and, and just to have a little bit more freedom and flexibility in my life. Love it. And one of the things that we, I heard you say right before we started recording is you were talking about the tax benefits ever since you, you switched from your W2 into doing this, what's, what's different about the taxes these days? So there's a huge difference. And this is something um, I, I first learned about in back in the early 2000s uh, when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And uh, if you think about, you know, just going out there and working for a paycheck, uh, you know, trading, you know, your, your time for money and, and, you know, getting earned income that is taxed at a, at a high rate, especially if you do well there. And then, you know, you have on the flip side, you know, the investment income is, you know, at a much lower tax basis uh, with capital gains. And then the ability um, in real estate investing, particularly in the syndications I invest in, there's, there's huge uh, tax benefits from a depreciation standpoint, which offsets a lot of the income that you can make from these investments. So um, I started, you know, going down this path of, you know, converting my earned income over to the, the passive income through real estate syndications. And so not only am I, you know, making good money, but I'm, I'm paying a lot less in taxes, you know, for that type of uh, investment income. So there was just kind of a plan, um, you know, for me to do that. And, um, you know, just like other investors are out there making investments, this was a strategy that I had you know, learned at an early age, but, you know, needed some capital to finally get there and do it. And now I'm having fun with it, seeing it grow and uh, enjoying the many tax benefits that come along with it. That's something that we're passionate about for our passive investors is to let them know that they will be making decent money. Um, one of the biggest amounts of, of um, return on investment that I can find out there at the same time as making that, they don't really have to pay a whole bunch in taxes. Like if they're used to being in the 50% tax bracket area, um, you know, this, this money is not going to be taxed at 50%. Um, so let me ask you a couple, a couple um, questions. I want to understand what really what got you here. So in 2006, you got your first single family rental, dipped your toe in the water in Arizona. I think this was an out-of-state rental for you. Is that true? It was. Okay. Fast forward to the next deal that you did. What year was that? So that was a few years later. I did uh, another uh, rental in Chicago and it was, um, again, single family, uh, had tenants and, um, that was kind of another tipping point of like, all right, I know about real estate syndication. I know about multifamily syndication. And I had first actually learned about that when I was in college. Uh, I played baseball at Arizona State and a teammate of mine, his father was an apartment syndicator. So he would come in the weekends and be looking at these, you know, two, 300 unit apartment complexes. And I just got talking to him one day because I was really interested in what he was doing. And he shared with me, you know, what a syndication was and how he was pulling together hundreds of investors to buy these large apartment complexes. And so I always told myself that I want to, you know, I want to do that someday. And, and I figured it was, you know, going to be, um, you know, through some investments and just building out my network and, and really kind of, uh, you know, being that, that syndicator. And so um, it, it took a while for me to get there, but all along the way I was, you know, studying, I was learning, reading, and just watching others do it. And so after a couple of the single family um, homes that I did, I just knew that I needed to kind of move up and um, that's when I started, you know, passively investing and getting closer and closer to the syndicators. And, um, 
actually invested in five deals. And so that really kind of got me into the circle and really learned about, you know, the great benefits and um, kind of fueled my passion for, you know, pursuing this, um, you know, even further. This has been just, just massive growth in a very short period of time. Um, but it's also been something that I think, you know, just with my network and, and just developing relationships over the years, it might look like this happened overnight, but I've got 15, 20 years of relationships of being in the business world, cultivating those relationships. So when great opportunities came along, I had the ability to bring other people into these types of deals relatively quickly. And um, at being a passive investor, um, before I built my business, you know, I had people that were coming to me that were asking, hey, you know, when you have great opportunities, please keep me in the loop, let me know. So I'd been kind of planting the seed for a lot of, you know, the, the syndicated deals. And it was just a matter of, you know, getting the deal flow. And that's really what kind of launched, um, you know, my business was the deal flow partnering with other operating partners out there. Because I went down a path of trying to do this on my own. And being here in Chicago, I, I just I didn't see the, the opportunities that I was seeing in some of the other markets, uh, you know, primarily in the Sunbelt regions of the, the U.S. where there's just, you know, tax-friendly warm weather states where people want to live in and, and, you know, headquarters want to be relocated to. So, um, so yeah, I, I literally, start, you know, started partnering with, with um, other operating partners and just kind of grew from there. And we were doing like a deal a month and it just, everything just kind of, uh, you know, was rolling and the investor demand kept growing with the, the deals that were coming out. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy to think 18 months ago, I hadn't done any of this. And now, you know, 22 deals and, you know, essentially $30 million later, it, it's, um, it, it's just kind of amazing. Um, and, and so, yeah, it wasn't just me. This is, you know, a lot of partnerships, a lot of great investors. And um, I'm just lucky to kind of be, you know, in this position today. And now that I can pursue it full time, I just can, you know, only get better with, you know, the experience I can give to, to our investors, to the operating partners that I work very closely with. So I, I'm very passionate about this. I love what I'm doing. I love talking to investors about going out and making passive investments because that, that gave me the foundation to be able to, to walk away. I mean, I, I could have done that without the, the business just for being a passive investor. So I want others to know that it's, it's possible out there and, and you can actually do it through real estate syndications instead of, you know, the, the active investing in say single family homes, uh, which, you know, you can do that as well. I just, I prefer to be more passive. And that's what I love about the syndication business is that I can be an investor in any deal across the country and I don't have to actively manage it. Whereas if you are investing in your own deal, hundred percent, you're probably going to end up doing it in your backyard where you're most comfortable with that market. And it's just, you know, what you know. And so I think there can be risk in tying up all your capital into your own specific deal and maybe limiting yourself to one market versus, you know, having access to some great operators out there and some other great markets. So at the end of the day, I think a big reason for the passive investing in syndications is diversification. What do you think you're doing differently from the people that are, that are having a really hard time breaking in? I worked my butt off when I, when I kind of knew that this was the direction I was heading in. I mean, I was doing four or five coffees a day, ton of calls, ton of emails. I was just out there building my network, expanding upon it, telling everyone what I was doing. And then from there, it just, it just started snowballing. And I still haven't taken my foot off the, the gas pedal. I mean, I've, I believe in, in just, you know, cultivating and, and growing your network because um, if you ever heard the saying, your network is your net worth. I learned that uh, many years ago and uh, really, you know, just 
love that I'm able to kind of share what we're doing with others because um, ultimately uh, there's a lot of people out there that don't even know these types of deals exist. So it's been kind of my mission to spread the word just to you know, educate them on what else is out there, maybe an alternative to the stock market. And it's something that, you know, I really believe in that you know, a lot of people have uh, done very well with. And so um, I actually haven't had, um, you know, that many people come in and say, hey, I'm not interested in, in hearing what you have to say about this. And most people are willing to learn um, if you kind of present it in a way that, um, that there's no pressure and it's just an opportunity. I think that that puts you over the edge. You're doing what only the 1% does. So you have all these 99% that are in the 99 percentile getting 99% results that are average. And you're the one who's being willing to go and sit down and explain the process, walk them through the deals without a sales pitch with four to five coffee appointments every single day. I think truly, if somebody followed that formula, those six things that you just shared, I know that they will get the same results that you get if they're trying to hack into their own network. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I, I think you summed that up pretty well, uh, you know, with, with, with everything. And um, yeah, I mean, I, again, it, I'm not doing anything that's um, you know, out of the ordinary. It's just, I'm willing to put in the hard work to do it, to get it right. And I'm willing to be patient with the investors because um again, a lot of them might be learning for the first time and they want to get educated and it's, it might take some time and, and that's okay. And, and, and so, yeah, if you're just there as, as a great resource and you can kind of put yourself out there as someone who's always willing to be there if they have any questions, I, I think people really appreciate that. And um, I think that's why I've had a pretty loyal investor base. Amazing, amazing thing. So let's, let's break into the final five, but first a quick word from our sponsor. For all of you doing fix and flips today, make sure to use my friend, David Nielsen, the best flipping lender in all of Arizona, Denver, and Texas. Boomerang Capital Partners is the name that helps fix and flip investors return results. Make sure that you tell him that I referred you for the experienced investor discount. His number is 480-779-9779. Remember, David Nielsen, the best flipping lender. What's the most creative deal you've ever done? A self-storage facility we did in Key West, Florida. And what was unique about this is it was on an island. So there was only so much land. And uh, we purchased the self-storage facility and the two acres that were right near it that were part of it. So it actually became a development deal. We were able to build another 250 units on it. So kind of a cool um, deal where most of ours are value add, but this had this development component where we were able to kind of take advantage of a kind of a captive audience on the island that had a demand for self-storage. What's a book you recommend? I'd have to go with uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. That was uh, my blueprint for passive investing in real estate. Now my favorite question that we have on the podcast it's, it's been unique. I think other people are going to steal it. Where were you five years ago? And then on the follow-up question is to explain what it'll look like five years from today. Sure. So, so five years ago, um, I was uh, in the commercial insurance brokerage space, was building out my network and my book of business there. Um, I also had another side business, another side hustle that I was doing where I was doing really well at with um, you know, making money and looking to put that into real estate. I'd also kind of been looking forward to going back to school to get my MBA. 
I wanted to, um, again, double down on my network. I, I did uh, my MBA at Notre Dame for one specific reason, and that was growing out my network. Um, so that was kind of, you know, the plan back then. Um, and, you know, it was also to kind of start investing in real estate. Um, so I'm happy to say that the plan worked out and I did all that. Um, so if I look ahead five years from now, you know, my goal is to help as many other um, you know, working professionals, um, entrepreneurs that, that want to invest in real estate for the passive income and ultimately the, the financial independence that can come with it. And so I'd love to think, you know, five years from now, maybe there's 50 or 100 other investors out there that are able to ch achieve financial independence through real estate syndication um, like I was. And um, yeah, that, that, and then also being able just to be there to, to kind of help give back and maybe mentor others that want to you know, pursue a similar path. Love it. And speaking of giving back, how do you give back today? So I, I give back uh, financially, obviously, with uh, a lot of donations to causes that are near and dear to me, but, but mainly it's through my time in just helping others. Uh, I, not only do I have a lot of investors that have questions that want to learn more, get educated, but there's a lot of other people that are maybe, you know, were in my shoes a few years ago and were wanting to kind of know how I did it or if I could give them some advice or some tips. So I, I'm always talking to people and trying to give my time and, and be helpful uh, because a lot of people were, were, were helpful to me as when I was first pursuing this and I had great mentors and I learned a lot from them. So to me, it's about giving back and, and really, um, you know, I think in my time is probably the biggest way I do that. Perfect. The next question is because there's so many people that are, that heard you say that you love giving back by answering questions. Yep. I'm about to ask you to give your contact info out and we'll sure. see, we'll see how you can get bombarded with, with, <laughs> uh, with some questions and, and give back and help a lot of people get involved into this business and kind of walk them through the deals. So Ryan McKenna, what's the single best way? I don't need 10 different websites and other things like that, but what, What's the best way for somebody to find you and get a hold of you? Best way is just go to McKennaCapital.com. It's my website. Everything's there. You can reach out to me with all my contact info and, um, and you know, that's probably the best way um, to, to reach me. M-C-K-E-N-N-A capital.com. That's correct. Perfect. Ryan, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for adding so much value to the listener. Really, really appreciate your time uh, coming on and, and being willing to answer these questions and help other people to follow in a similar footsteps as you have. Um, I'll let you go, but until next time, my friend, think outside the box. Hey everyone, Manny Perez here. This podcast is growing fast because of listeners like you. Thank you guys. If everyone could do me one favor, will you go to iTunes right now and leave us a positive rating? This will help us get more top-notch guests for the future. Again, please go to iTunes right now and leave us a positive rating. Thank you guys and keep listening.